Welcome to episode two. Season three, episode two. Disc Dead Man's one. Party. Dead Man's Party. Dead Man's Party, disc oh, one. Yeah, disc one. Yeah. Which has Willow's face on it. Her little bob. You yeah. love it. Her lob. It's so good. So much better than her old hairstyle. You'd look good with a haircut like this. True. Just so you know. Thank you. You have a lob, but it's not symmetrical. It's asymmetrical. But Willow's would you consider it a bob? Um, No. What would you call it? I don't know. It's original. Oh. <laughs> it's the Marley. Oh. <laughs> I'm Marley, I'm your thinking, host. <laughs> I'm thinking within the confines of labels, and that's not where you live. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Okay, I'm Jana. Welcome to season three, episode two. Yeah. And uh, this is an amazing episode. Yes. Um, we're getting right back into it. For you disc lovers, this is an amazing disc. But Andrew did correct me when I said that downstairs, and he was like, no such thing as a bad disc in season three, and he's right. <laughs> They're all so good. Uh, I can't wait to see the whole season. Okay, well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into uh, Dead Man's Party. Uh, it's a party. Buffy's back in town. Uh, so last episode, we... Um, she wasn't in Sunnydale. We had to have her whole kind of L.A. Yes, storyline. Yes, yes, And now she's come back, and she's back at her house. She reunited mm-hmm. with Joyce. Mm-hmm. She's, like, looking around her bedroom, all, like, there's, like, always the, is it the angel theme? Yes. So so that theme we're hearing, yes. I was like, is it Buffy theme, or is it angel theme? It's like, doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Exactly like that. Um, it moving. happens. Yeah, it's moving. It's very uh, sentimental. It happens many times in this episode, and it's like it's like a musical theme that's glacial. So it's like slow. Mm-hmm. We're just returning. Buffy hasn't told anyone what happened. Yeah. She's a mystery machine. Yeah, we're all uh, like. Behaving around, like, kind of walking on eggshells. Yeah, because Buffy. it's, yeah, there's something, yeah, and this theme is, it's like, her emotions are, like, on the mm-hmm. surface, like, mm-hmm. she's gonna, like, cry all the time, like, kind of thing is. Totally, very vulnerable. What this music is telling me. So this plays many times in this episode. Um, Joyce is there nailing some shit <laughs> into the wall, and she just, like, nails a big hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like mother like daughter that's what I see I'm like oh my god Joyce doesn't know her own strength that's so cute <laughs> um, so it, she's hanging some new arts in her bedroom uh, and she's stolen it from the gallery uh, obviously not <laughs> obviously this is completely fine god I love whenever gallery shit is brought into the show because it's so absurd it's so Funny to me that you would take artifacts from your place of work and like hang them in your bedroom. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Wow. 
Yeah, uh, it's it's very humorous. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, uh, it's also just like it is a freaky little mask. Yeah, to have facing your bed, it's literally like facing her bed. So it's not weird. only is it ethically questionable, it's also just questionable taste. Yeah, the decor is yeah bizarre. It's wrong. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but uh, I actually didn't really clock that this mask was the. The thing cool. at this point. I just thought it was some weird gallery, uh, funny shit. Perfect. So I didn't clock it Perfect. at this moment, which is really cool. Uh, did what they intended. Uh, so then um, Buffy's going to go out and yes. try and find her friends because yes. she hasn't. Yes. Uh, it is the same day. Yeah. Uh, wasn't sure, but it uh, later on is revealed that this is the same day she's come back and yep. then she's going to go reunite with her friends so Buffy heads out and And Joyce is cool with it Joyce is like oh can I make make you snack like acting kind of weird different than she did before really wanting to make sure that Buffy feels like good yeah and if she wants a ride she can have a ride Mm -hmm. but also and I am like oh this could go one of two ways is Joyce going to be super protective right now Mm. and the opposite happens she's like I want you to feel free. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to feel supervised yeah. right now. And I like that. Joyce in this episode does a few things really right, I think. And this is one of them. Even if you, like, when we get into their argument and, like, how you feel they've pled their cases, I'm curious about that mm. later on. Yeah. But at the beginning of this, I'm like, okay, I think Joyce is actually being quite reasonable. Yeah, and it's different. Um, Last season, she treated her, uh, a lot of the episodes, she was trying to be kind of uh, harsh and Mm -hmm. punish her and, like, uh, you broke curfew Mm -hmm. and, you know, all these kind of things. So Mm -hmm. it's different. She's trying to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, So Buffy heads out to the the classic alley, wherever, (laughs) you know. Looking for her friends. The alley. uh, (laughs) And... uh, Comes across a vampire. She thinks. She thinks. But it's actually Xander. Oh, yes. Okay, so this is what happens, and uh, and she thinks it's a vampire, and it's Xander, and yep. he's Nighthawk. Yes. <laughs> and this is when the world got walkie-talkies. Like, this Amazing. is when I got walkie-talkie <laughs> crazy fever. Walkie-talkie yes. fever. I never did get one, but always wanted one. Thought it would be really useful. Uh, when I worked at a summer camp in the summers when I was younger, uh, we all had walkie-talkies. Very fun. (laughs) And we would, this is kind of before everyone had cell phones and smartphones. And so when we went on road trips, when I was at camp, we would bring the walkie-talkies and one car would have one and the other car would have one. So it was very fun. And you could like breaker, niner, niner, (laughs) back and forth. Very good. I love it. It's just so direct. It's so good. Uh, and so you hear Cordy, I think, on the <laughs> yeah. on the walkie calling him Nighthawk. <laughs> um, so then there's this cool alley fight. Buffy's, yeah. like, surprised to see the gang is out, like, doing doing the Lord's work uh, yes. of slaying. <laughs> um, I think she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is so not what she expected and not this didn't happen before. Buffy was, totally. like, the show before. Um, so this is really interesting. She's, Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, well, they just continued on without me. Yeah. Kind of thing. And in many ways, you're like, I wonder how, 
how is it possible to surprise? Like, that's not surprising, of course. Mm-hmm. Buffy's world is so absorbing. Va- once you know about vampires, you can't not do anything about it. You ha- yeah. They're compelled to keep killing vampires. Yeah, or people will die. die. So you have to. Yeah. Um, but Buffy just left and... I don't know. I also think Buffy thinks, like, well, it, it's true. It can't go on in the same mm-hmm. way without her, but it sort of can. Like, the world does still keep going on without her. Um, and will with all of us. Yeah. Like, it's different. And I think, you know, Willow and Xander and Oz and Cordelia, one of them will die soon. Like, it, there's going to be different consequences if Buffy never comes back. Like, mm. I don't think all those four characters graduate high school. Mm-hmm. If you look at Sunnydale's mortality rate, it's pretty high mm-hmm. without Buffy. Yeah. But you're right. Like, things, they have to make choices. Mm-hmm. And their choice was to become a group of slayers. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, so... Uh, they, they're like, wow, I guess you're back. Amazing. Um, we got to go to Giles' house. Uh, so they, they go to Giles. Oh, I love this scene. It's so cute. So they, they go into Giles' house. He's like shocked and, you know, uh, he has this great, oh, he's such a good actor. Um, he's going to make them tea and he just has this little moment where he's like so happy and like he's overcome with like, relief and happiness and emotion and then he like pulls it all back together to serve them their biscuits he hears them like talking about he hears xander being like why didn't you go to belgium what's wrong with belgium and it's this yeah this warm this like growing sense of like finally uh and so relieved that she's not dead she's not dead and that she came back yeah i wrote down something that I just noticed hmm. watching this and you kind of get because Joyce is a single mom and because Giles is her watcher in this other sort of like destined relationship, tethered relationship, watcher slayer, you kind of get two single parents. Yes. But no nuclear family. Hmm. So you get two experiences of parenting or of, guardianship and familial bond kind of thing, an intimate relationship, uh, but you don't ever get this nuclear family. You don't get the security of that Mm -hmm. and how much I love that as a way into Giles and Joyce's experience. Yes. It's so great. It's really cool. Yeah. Like that moment of him melting in the kitchen was just for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Yeah, it's very special. Yeah, it it was just such such a good little little moment, mm-hmm. and he serves them a full British tea with like <laughs> china and stuff. Love oh my it. God, my dream. I know it's so cute to be a slayer and to have tea time. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're you know chat about their slayer activities over the summer and everything, uh, and. Buffy's like, oh, well, and then blah, 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 I'm going to go to school. And they're like, "Eh, you can't go to school. You're expelled still. You have to go talk to Snyder. Yeah, the murder charges were dropped, but you're still kicked out of school. Conveniently, all the murder charges were dropped while Buffy was away. I think the murder charges are dropped often in Sunnydale. Yeah. 
I think I mean, that's pretty common. Too many murders to keep up with. And, like, too many weird murders. Like, there's not this, uh, murderers would be so lucky mm-hmm. in Sunnydale. Like, there's just way too much death. Absolutely. You have to chalk it up to natural disasters more often than murderers. So Joyce has made this appointment to go, like, talk mm-hmm. to Snyder, and they're going to, like, try and get her back into school. Great um, cut right yeah. into Snyder. Being, being like, like, absolutely out of the question yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Love him. Uh, he's oh. such a little twerp. I know. And he's, ew, he's so gross. He I keeps know. talking about how he, how pleasurable he's finding this all and his, the tingling in his body. Like, so weird. I know. It's, like, sexual. It's fucking weird. It's sexual, but it's also just... I don't know. It's it's like weedonisms that yeah. there's this fine line between it being sexual. Like I don't read it that way at all. I just read it as being gross. Yeah, but not being like predatory or anything. No, it's not predatory. But it's just like it's just squicky. Yeah. It's just such a little. Uh, he's so open about it. Yeah, totally. He's just e- he's just being evil. Like, Even when he objectifies her with saying, "I hear hot dog on a stick is hiring." You'd look so cute in that hat. Uh huh. You'd look so cute in that hat. If he said anything else, I'd be like, "It's sort of sexualizing her." But it, this is just straight up con condescension and, yeah. and and patronizing her and mocking and goading her. It's yeah, it's He's so brutal so without it, yeah, yeah, without it being like sort of sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah, he's so he's so good. I yeah. love to hate him. I love him. Um, you know, and he's uh, I'll go to the mayor, and and he's like, never, never shall you. Well, wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, because that's what they uh, implied, or that's that he had this phone call with the mayor last season. So I don't know who the mayor is. We've never met. The mayor of Sunnydale. Maybe just heard of him. So we've heard of him. I feel like they're bringing this back. We're going to have to meet this mayor yeah. um, at some point. Is that a prediction that we'll be meeting the mayor this season? Yes. Okay. They're talking about uh, politics and city council and, the uh, you know. Yeah, we're uh, in our senior year too, so. Yeah. Now we talk more about Sunnydale. Or the world is kind of, or Sunnydale, we're, we're going outside of the high school a little, yes. a little bit. Yes. Um, yeah. Right? Yep. Uh and then I wrote, okay, I think I was saying her name wrong. So Buffy is like heading home, and I wrote, who the fuck is Cat? Her name's Pat. I, I call her Cat the whole time, but her name is Pat. Okay. <laughs> now there's a dead cat in this ep- episode, and then there's this uh, blonde Pat. Yeah, okay, Pat. In her long pink silks. Oh, her, we'll talk about her. It's like one of the most hideous outfits I've ever she's seen. She's one of the most hideous people. Yeah, she's awful. I was suspicious of her. Off, Actually, th- I was like, she's the the thing. Which the is episode. funny because it's like she is and then she becomes. Yeah, it's thing. so great. Yeah, it is so great. Um, <laughs> uh, And so uh, Pat is this woman who Joyce has met in a book club yes. and become friends with. Yes. God, these old like buddy ladies. Like Yeah. <laughs> uh uh and then uh, they're gonna have this dinner. Uh Joyce mm-hmm. and Buffy are gonna have this dinner for mm-hmm. their friends to mm-hmm. sort of like all get back together. We're all hanging out and Joyce is like, go get the company plates. Yes. Downstairs <laughs> And this is where Buffy, again, the sentimental music comes in. And she sees, like, this picture of, the like, her and Xander and Willow. And she's like, huh, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at it with the music. And then this is where the dead cat, like, falls 
on her head. <laughs> I know. It's awful. This was in their house? Like yeah. a dead cat just in there? Ew. Yeah. That's sad. Like a stray cat that came into the basement and died. Yeah. It's horrible. This huge house. Yeah. Massive. Massive. Um, They've got a huge basement with company plates stored yeah. down there. Buffy's, yeah. She's sort of low and slow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that picture... There's a loss of innocence, or there's, like, a desire to return to simpler times. Mm. Those times when you just, when times are tough and you're like, will this ever be better? Will this ever get better? Mm -hmm. Buffy's really wondering. Yeah. And that's kind of the theme of the episode for her is she's come back, but not everything is is just immediately better for her. She's still storming in her mind and in her heart, and... Yeah, her problems are with her no matter where she goes. This is like when she was bad. Like, that she had to, like, go, you know, after she, she killed the master, but she was having all these nightmares and, and coming back didn't resolve anything. And she had to sort of, like, go through this, like, emotional process. Process and physical process, like, which is Buffy has to, like, physically. You talk about it, you've talked about it before, how, like, fighting is her therapy and stuff. So, like, the violence has to happen, too, for this to kind of come to a head. Which is funny, because that's the, like, we're not quite there yet. We're still, what's the sitchin? Yeah. But it's quite funny, because that's exactly where this argument falls before the zombies break into the house. Mm -hmm. Literally, Willows says, well... Talking about it isn't helping. We may as well try a little violence. And yeah, she's being sarcastic, but that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, and not only that, dramaturgically speaking, as a viewer, the violence then becomes this massive cathartic moment for all of us. Oh, it's just so perfect. Yeah. Like, I just cannot think of a better genre than one where you get teenage high school melodrama plus martial arts kicking ass. Like, it's just, you know. Hands down the best show ever. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the part where I wrote Evil Mask. Yes. Because they're like um, burying this fucking cat or whatever in the backyard. (laughs) Another great Joyce moment. Buffy's like, she's just a fucking cat. (laughs) And Joyce is like, well, wait a second. This is... Let's say a few words. Let's say a few words. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Buffy, your cold, cold heart is shut. Right? Yes. She's... And she was like this in Anne, too, yeah. like to Chanterelle, like, yeah. you know, just very cold and casual. She's sort of, yeah. Very defensive, very protective mm-hmm. of like, no, we're not feeling anything. We're not doing anything. We're not feeling anything. Yeah. Yeah. So then the the mask's eyes glow and it like, um, reanimates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it like zombie, it makes a zombie, basically. Yeah. Reanimates this cat. Yes. So it's zombie cat, and it's like, like comes out of the grave. And zombie cat looks oddly, oddly like Marley's firstborn, Citra. <laughs> I will just say it did. <laughs> My cat Citra is a little like a kind of scrappy, wild, feral, long-haired little. little. Yeah, this is probably what she looked like out of the woods. If Citra was a, ca- a combination of characters, it would be this cat and Cordelia. Oh my god. <laughs> Because Citra is very much a Cordelia, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Little diva. What is your cat at home? We want to know. What character is your cat? Okay, this is a good question for the gram. <laughs> uh, okay, and then we have this dream 
Um, yes, right. Of course. So like last episode, there was like this dream mm-hmm. sequence. This is interesting. So we've brought back this, again, dream sequence with Angel. Mm-hmm. So again, th- with the music. And it's the empty Sunnydale school. Mm-hmm. Um, and Angel comes and has this little weird conversation with her. Thought they'd be here. They are. They're waiting for you. Am I dreaming? I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Better go. I'm afraid. You should be. This is a great way to like bring Angel into the show, but he's not alive, but he's he's there. Yeah. We're not done with this. No. And this dream thing I think is gonna keep happening until some something else happens. Like they're dropping this in for a reason. We're gonna keep getting clues. And also last season we had some of this dream stuff mm-hmm. dropped in. So last episode we have Buffy on a beach. Yeah. With Angel. Yeah. Yeah, his absence is quite striking right now. Mm. And all we but all we need are these little dreams to remember how the big hole in the show. Yep. How is it going to fill Angel? Well, and they again, they she has not talked about it with no. anyone. Nobody knows. Any nobody no. knows anything. No. So you're like, how will this be revealed? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's like, I understand why Buffy like literally can't, just can't go there. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to happen or when that's going to kind of come out, but it's, it's going to have to. Yeah. Uh, So Joyce is going to send Buffy to like a private girl's school um, is like the alternative. Well, that's an option. Yeah. To her... Not being able to go back to Sunnydale. So, yes, Joyce and Buffy are having an argument mm. about essentially Buffy accepting the possibility that she won't be allowed back at Sunnydale High. And she might have to go to a different school. And there's, oh, yeah, repercussions to her actions. That's right. She, 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 I don't know exactly what choices Joyce is referring to when she says you made some bad choices you might have to live with some consequences Mm. like like being there when your friend gets murdered by a vampire queen I'm not sure that's your choice that you then should be punished does Joyce equate the choice to like leave for the summer because like what why was she expelled like why was she was expelled because she was uh, a um murder suspect. Okay. And then those were dropped. Yeah. And so we see at the beginning of this episode, Joyce being like, those charges were dropped. Mm-hmm. She gets back into school now, right? Yeah. And Snyder basically says, no, because it's my choice. And mm. now that she's out, she's out. So, so there are no reasons. Mm. There are no valid reasons why she's not in school. But... There are valid reasons she didn't come home at the beginning of the school year, so it was harder to get her into another school. Mm. I think because Buffy Buffy is reacting to 
Buffy is reacting to the news that that the only other alternative might be a girl's school. Mm-hmm. That is something that maybe was in Buffy's control. Mm-hmm. So it's tricky, right? They're they're having an argument about her future, and they're not communicating super well. Yeah. And Buffy is reacting from a place of really, really fresh hurt still, and hasn't shared with her mother that she killed her boyfriend and that she's super fucked up. This is also the second school Buffy has been kicked out of. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe layering other things onto this as well. So Buffy is like, I can't tell the police mom. I can't tell Mr. Snyder. And she's like, why? Maybe they'd understand and they'd make an allowance. (laughs) You're a superhero. Don't you think they'd like to have a superhero? Is that a good term? It's not offensive, is it? And then she opens the door and the cat runs in. Oh, yeah. And then the cat jets upstairs. And then the dead cat, we get a call to Giles. Giles comes to get the... He's got a, he's got like a a cat trap handily. Yeah. uh, And he's come to the Hellmouth Petting Zoo. Ah, yes. Yes. There it is. Yeah. (laughs) So he's come to capture this like demon cat or like zombie cat to bring it back to crime club to study it. Um, And then Buffy's like, I'll come. And he's like, "Uh, you actually can't come and be on the school property. So Buffy's like, oh, maybe I'll get back into, you know, our old little crime club routine but she can't it sucks so Giles just has to like go and do it with the other gang yeah Buffy's alone yeah again not allowed yeah excluded so the crime club is gathered in the library uh they're talking about this like party mm-hmm. this di- it, it's just a small dinner with her friends and Oz is like is it a gathering is it a shindig or is it a hoot nanny they transform it into a house party in that conversation yeah a hoot nanny yeah <laughs> which is such a good moment it's so good i know <laughs> i love the word hoot nanny all the dialogue in here is amazing cordelia's shit about the dip oh yeah like the way the way Xander is able to reduce Buffy's summer activities to the like the most offensive summation yeah. ever, and then Willow calls him on it, and then we start talking about the party, and then you even see Willow, who at the beginning of this episode ditches Buffy, mm-hmm. doesn't come to the espresso pump where they're going to have yeah. coffee, mm-hmm. has something else that takes priority. When has that ever happened? Never. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we're starting to see the gang also kind of not really caring about Buffy, feel, making maybe a bit more of a selfish choice, but they are convincing themselves that it's what Buffy wants. Yeah. Yeah. And Giles missed the mask as they were. Yeah. They're, so they're like flipping through books and I watched him turn past the mask page. Very unlike Giles, actually. Very interesting uh while they discuss this like party situation yeah um so they also decide oz is like oh we'll get the dingoes to come play at this house (laughs) so funny so we have the dingoes like showing up to the party um buffy is there like setting up the nice table with joyce so the first person she lets in is pat yes who we get to hate it on again? Yeah, I hate she her. brings her ep- empanadas mm-hmm. from her em- from her uh, Spanish, Spanish night, yeah. Spanish lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is saying to Buffy that she's missing facial night to come and have a party. 
This tells me everything I need to know about Pat. Facial night. Pat has a night for everything. Yes. Like Mondays is watching The Bachelor. Tuesdays <laughs> is Jazzercise. Uh, like Wednesdays is her Latin class. Thursdays is book, book club. club. Yes. Fridays is facials because we like to let loose on Fridays. We have <laughs> schnapps or we have fucking cosmopolitans and we have facials. <laughs> Pat is the worst. Yes. Saturdays groceries Ugh. and then Sundays church. Like that is who she is. <laughs> that is who a lot of people in Sunnydale are. Down, yeah. Love to hate her. She shows up. She goes to hang out with Joyce. I know. Uh, and so then all of a sudden the dingoes show up. Yeah. Buffy's like, what? And then and then it's a big house party with a bunch of people she's never even met. Yeah. And we kind of zoom through the house party, mostly getting vibes of Buffy's not having a good time and everybody else is. And yeah. we're all kind of ignoring – well, we're not ignoring Buffy, but we're not spending any time with Buffy. No one is hanging out with Buffy no. like – like normally they would yeah. be if they were at the bronze, yeah. you know. There are some solid attempts from Buffy to connect with her friends. She yes. tries to connect with Willow, no dice. She tries to connect with Xander, no dice. Mm-hmm. Cordelia kind of tries, no dice. Giles is late because he's researching. Yeah. Then we get then we get a conversation Buffy overhears between Joyce and Pat mm-hmm. about how life is still really hard and having Buffy home isn't didn't bring the kind of antidote to Joyce's life that she was expecting. And Buffy hears this and goes upstairs. Meanwhile, we get the stoner phone call because Giles has discovered the masked page. Yeah, and And, phones. Yeah. And stoner boys pick up. They're like smoking a joint in the living room. They are. He is smoking a joint. He (laughs) literally is. Uh, It's amazing. This is the first... Recorded marijuana of the show. Who's he I saying, swear. Can I rock you? Party Bill, can I rock you? Is that what he says? <laughs> I think so. Party Villa, can, can I, I rock, rock you? <laughs> we have to answer the phone like that. Party Villa, can I rock you? Uh, so, oh. yeah, this is an amazing, can't, whatever, a little performance yeah. by this like stupid actor yeah. and has a, a clown turn of a phone call with yeah and is like buddy is buddy here you got the wrong house man Mr. Belvedere yeah. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere <laughs> very good and he starts talking about like he's giving like none of his attention is going to Giles this mm-hmm. makes Giles very frustrated yeah and we get him frantically getting in his his old beater Aston Martin car, yeah. <laughs> His like beetle, but not a beetle. Yeah, I'm not it, sure. It kind of looks like a beat up James Bond car, but it's not British because the steering wheels on on the right side of the car, yeah, or on yeah. on the left side, but yeah. you know, on the yeah, right yeah. side, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. No offense to international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, so Giles is um, driving through the streets and mm-hmm. hits. Someone mm-hmm. hits a zombie mm-hmm. because as as the party is going on, mm-hmm. we see the mask like doing little little raising, flashy raising eyes. the dead. Yeah, so raising a, a you know a, the murder person <laughs> that the detectives are working on, and then the burn victim in the, at the emergency hospital. room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's getting raised from the dead. Yeah, and they all are coming to the the party. Yeah. It's a dead man's party. Yeah. It's Buffy's party and it's the evil eye demon's party. Yeah. So the the demon mask wants someone to 
put put it on just like the mask, just like Jim Carrey's The Mask uh, wants it to go on someone's face. um, A dead body's face. Yeah, a dead body's face so that it can... Have a body. Be its demon self. Exactly. Its true demon self. Kill! To kill. To do more killing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So Willow and Buffy have this big talk. So Bobby, like, you know, as you said, tried to connect with everyone, is not having a good time, is like, fuck it. I'm going to fucking leave because this sucks. Like, nobody cares about me. She's kind of, she's really in some self-pity too here. Like, you know, she's like, I thought everyone would want to cuddle me, maybe, and make me feel better. And the world has really revolved around Buffy. Yeah. Like, her world it's not just Buffy. Her world is all-encompassing. Mm. So I think Buffy <clears throat> can be criticized by fans and and in storytelling, too, like in the actual show, for being quite self-absorbed. Yeah. But And I think that that's totally legitimate. But the world is self-absorbing. Mm-hmm. Like, her world is inescapable. And she is the leader of it. Yeah. There is a... There is an experience that Buffy's having that revolves around her slayerness that no one else can really know. Yeah. And I like this episode because I feel empathy for all of them. Yeah, and the others, I feel like this is... The the power dynamics of their group is changing because it has been in the past, like, the Buffy show, and whenever anyone else tries to help, they suck, and they're, like, thrown into a pit or whatever, and she has to save everyone. But this time, they don't necessarily need saving. They're not, like, really good, but they're, they're better than they were. Absolutely. And they can hold their own, and they don't need Buffy. Or... Necessarily. I mean, I think that, yes, I do think that they're more independent of the Slayer. Mm -hmm. But I think that they would still meet their untimely demise without the Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Like, without the Slayer at Dead Man's Party, they're they're all dead. Of course, yes. But you're right. And we see that. The Mm -hmm. storytelling says that. As soon as that zombie breaks up the beautiful, epic book, bandy of words in the living room mm-hmm. between everyone, which is an incredible scene. Yes. We immediately get teamwork. We immediately get Buffy giving Xander a fire poker and saying, get the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he's on it. Yeah. We get Willow throwing Buffy a steak to see if they're vampires, which they're not. Mm-hmm. We get this huge unspoken team sort of like Power Rangers moment. And it's so satisfying. And yeah. without the storytelling of that, I think we would still see this crew as a as a crew that Buffy leads. But now we have these supporting characters which have a real impact. And they've been leveling up. Like if we think of our, our D&D. Uh, 100%. G-, G and I not only have a Buffy podcast, but we also play Dungeons and Dragons together. Yeah. Uh, but we have, you know, your character keeps leveling up and up and yeah. up. And maybe one character is more powerful in a way, but the whole team becomes stronger and stronger and stronger yeah. together. Willow was like avoiding Buffy the whole party, but then Buffy's like, fuck it, I'm going to I'm gonna leave. She goes and starts packing her bag. And then um, Willow comes up and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, fuck you, basically. Like, you're going to run away again? Okay, bitch. Like, 
uh, great, like, you're a coward, basically. It's kind of amazing. Willow's like, I'm sick of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> And we don't know what's going on with you. Yeah. Like, tell us. How do we help you? Tell us. Like, uh, how are we going to help you if you just run away and don't tell us anything? Like, we're your best friends. We understand more than anyone. We, Buffy has told them, like, the darkest shit. They thought she killed Ted. Remember that? (laughs) Like, killed a man for real in, 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 like, hot-blooded passion. Not just any man. A most beloved John Ritter. Uh, yeah. And they were like, okay, you killed a man. Like, you know, they've told them, she's told them the worst shit, yeah. and they've been the, her friends, so I'm sure, they're hurt because they're like, you won't tell us this, you won't tell us yeah. what's going on, like. I know, and we're in the middle of it. Us as the audience is in the middle of it because we also know Buffy had to kill her own boyfriend when he was no longer evil. Mm-hmm. The worst possible scenario. Yeah, and it's awful. And I understand why she can't relive it. And they can't even imagine. No. Which is exactly what they talk about. Yeah. It's exactly what they say. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And then and then Joyce storms in in her fucking amazing red long shirt, which we'll also talk about. Tunic, please. And is she is pissed. Yeah, she's like, also like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then we get a throwdown. <laughs> Don't you leave this house, young lady. You know what? That's it. You and I are going to have a talk. Mom, please. You know what? I don't care. I don't care what your friends think of me or you for that matter because you put me through the ringer, Buffy. I mean it. And I've had schnapps. Do you have any idea what it's been like? Mom, this isn't the You can't imagine months of not knowing. Not knowing whether you're lying dead in a ditch somewhere or, I don't know, living it up. But you told me. You're the one who said I should go. You said, if I leave this house, don't come back. You found out who I really was, and you couldn't deal. Don't you remember? Buffy, you didn't give me time. You just dumped this thing on me, and you expected me to get it. Well, guess what? Mom's not perfect, okay? I handled it badly. But that doesn't give you the right to punish me by running punish away. you. I didn't do this to punish you. Well, you did. You should have seen what you put her through. Great, thanks. Anybody else want to weigh in here? How about you by the dip? No, thanks. I'm good. We go downstairs. So good. And we say, you explain yourself. And then Buffy says, okay, mom, you told me to fuck off. Mm-hmm. You told me to leave and never come back. Yeah. And and I did. And I did. Mm-hmm. And her friends get to hear that, which yeah. is important. Mm. Joyce is like, I've had some schnapps and I'm going to tell <laughs> you what's up. <laughs> yeah. So good. And there is this like mom sense of like, I don't care who's listening. I don't care if there's a house party. I don't give a shit. None of this matters to me. Yeah. And you get a real prioritizing of the situation and all the private turns into public. And Giles isn't at the party yet. So mm. it really is everyone versus Buffy. Giles is the one who can understand. Yes. Absolutely. And he is not there. Yeah. So it's just Buffy and mm-hmm. she is in shambles. She is trying to defend herself and trying to implore that people understand and give her time. And they are mad at her. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like she keeps saying, like, yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm just trying to do something. Yeah. I'm just I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And she's crying. Like it's pretty yeah. Pretty vulnerable for yeah. Buffy. And they they need to be heard. Despite that, despite mm. her tearful pleas, 
They need to be heard. And I respect that too. There's this, it's this great balance of pushing and pushing and pushing Buffy to a, to a breaking point, And then we get the dead man party. Yeah. And then Xander says his piece too. Yeah. Like it's, everyone says their like piece yeah. at this thing. But then an amazing Willow's like, let's try some violence. Yeah. <laughs> And and violence uh, comes unto them, yeah. uh, which it must. Uh, it's yeah. the only way. Yeah, it's it's the only way Buffy can actually like cathartically work through things. Yeah, actually. And I think it's the only way for this crew to snap out of it, and for everybody to yeah, everybody gets to throw a punch. Everybody gets to go in the smashing room and smash around. Yeah, and Joyce gets to see what they deal with yes. like on a daily basis, which yes. is really. Really interesting, and it's good. This is the first, and we fucking trash this house. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't even think about that till right now. This is their home. They fucked it up. The house is trash. They smashed every window. Yeah, there is no denying that this is rough work. Buffy does. Yeah, their like house is destroyed. Her home, and Stoner Man gets his neck broken. Immediately. Immediately. I screamed uh, because that I was not expecting just like a straight up neck snapping at this party. Another great little moment in that scene too, that party scene uh, with these like little bit characters Mm. is Jonathan at the dip. Yes. Who's eating Cordelia's dip. Hilarious. The onion dip. The onion dip. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Glad Jonathan was at the party. I know. Love him. So everybody goes upstairs. Pat, uh, Xander, who else goes upstairs? Joyce, Buffy, Willow, and Oz and Cordelia are are downstairs. Downstairs. While Giles is trying to get there, but alack, alack. Yeah, he's he was in his car. He hit the zombie. Then he his keys were like thrown out, and then he just fucking hot wires that car. Damn, I love these little ripper. There's another one coming up, yeah, isn't there? Yes. yes. But like he, and then he says like, uh, what does he say? Like I bloody, uh, it's like riding a bloody bicycle. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. And so, you know, he did that in his misspent youth. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. I love it. Pat's pronounced dead on the divan in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> and then. By the zombie bite or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the mask. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Mr. Zombie, yeah, Mr. Zombie, like, suffocated her or something. Yeah. Strangled her or something. And then the mask does flashy eyes to Pat, and she's, like, gets up and... She puts it on. Yeah, she puts on the mask and becomes, like, the mask. <laughs> yeah, becomes the demon Evil Eye. Yeah. Who is is his name. His name. So th- then we find out this, like, power yeah. is that he can do flashy eye to people and, like, stun them, basically, yeah. is, what, is what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so that he can <laughs> kill them. Uh, yeah, he takes a surprise picture with the flash on. It totally this is a Polaroid. <laughs> this is it. Or, like, the disposable like, I love it. I love it. It's just, I can just see the crew now just, like, flashing a light. And I know a lot of it's done in post. Yeah. but Or maybe someone's clapping and then they all, <laughs> then that's their cutest. I'm stunned. I'm, I'm stunned. I'm like, oh, it's, it's high budget and it's still low budget, but it's so effective. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, uh, yeah, so there's there's this scuffle. Buffy, like, um, smashes her. Yeah. They fly out of the window. Um, 
Giles shows up and tells Oz, like, tell Buffy to get it in the eye. <laughs> That's all you need to do. Uh, and uh, there's this kerfuffle on the lawn. Oz shows up. But then Buffy, right in time, smashes this um, shovel right in the eye. Yes. And says, Pat. Made you look. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's also a comeback. I don't know what it is. It's on the tip of my tongue. But. The fact that Pat says that she misses facial night to come to this party oh, and then funny. she wears a mask uh-huh. and gets like a full face facial. treatment. <laughs> I there's a there's a deep joke in there. So they they kill the zombie, they you know, have this denouement kind of thing. Joyce is like, is this what it's always like? And Buffy says, Oh, that was nothing. And she's kinda right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a par for the course yeah. for, for the for the crew. Um, and then the kind of after scene is with Buffy and Willow. They're having their coffee that they never had got to have before mm-hmm. in the earlier mm-hmm. in the episode. And they're actually chatting about everything that's happened. And uh, Willow says she's been doing witchcraft, which mm-hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been like dabbling in the, in the witchcraft. This is a really interesting new power mm-hmm. but we haven't seen willow actually use it yet so very excited but right before buffy and willow have their espressos mm. espresso espresso mm-hmm. um we get ripper do we have an appointment I'd like to have a word with you if that word is buffy then i have two words for you good and riddance now if you don't mind I have an appointment with the mayor. You can't keep her out of this school. I think you'll find I can. You had no grounds for expelling her. I have grounds, I have precedent, and a tingly kind of feeling. Buffy Summers is a minor and is entitled to a public education. Your personal dislike of the girl does not legally entitle you to... Why don't you take it up with the city council? I thought I'd start with the state supreme court. You're powerful in local circles. But I believe I can make life very difficult for you, professionally speaking. And Buffy will be allowed back in. Sorry. I'm not convinced. Would you like me to convince you? It's so good! And he's, like, smiling, and it's so scary! Oh, yeah. The energy of Giles in that whole scene is, like, calm. It's like, Snyder, you are a peon. Yes. You you have no power. You have no power. You have no power here. Yeah. <laughs> it is, though. It's yeah. like, oh, you want to talk to your little municipal mayor? You want to talk to your little chief of yeah, police? Yeah, local. You may have local sway, but I have, you know. I'm an international buddy. Yes. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so good. You're like, Giles. What like, does this tell you about him? About Giles? Well, I, this is a revelation that he has sort of like political connections like we had no idea we've seen him make phone calls overseas to get yes. information before but it's sort of to like other weird uh, museum people or something right um or like kind of watchery type people yeah we didn't know he had connections to like a supreme court yes. like uh, oh, like who knows yes. it's very interesting what else can he do? I love him. So much in this episode. Yeah. He's so great. Oh, uh, what a good episode. Yeah. So I'm excited. It means Buffy will probably have to be able to come back to school yes. next episode. I am hoping that she'll be back at school as well. Yeah. That's, I predict. I think Giles 
sealed the deal. Yes. And Snyder's going to be pissed. Yes. Some assembly required. So off the top, um, this is when she's looking around her giant bedroom, <laughs> like wistfully. Uh, <laughs> she's got her chunky highlights. Like this is Buffy's new hair this season. We talked about it last episode, but it's highlighted be- in this hairstyle because it's very straight, but then real flippy right at the ends. Yeah. Uh, and then she's got a big sparkly barrette. She has a lot of, like, hair accoutrements in this episode. Yes, many an accessory. Yes. Uh, so this one's sparkly, uh, and it, it's like a square, and it's in her, uh, chunked in her hair yeah. with her big chunky highlights. It looks excellent. And then, uh, oh, this next outfit is amazing. Um, she has butterfly clips in this next yeah. outfit the next day. So classic butterfly yeah. clips. Um, periwinkle. This is when they're in the office talking to Snyder. Like a periwinkle. Yes. I love this shirt. Yes. It's so weird. Um, it's like silk. I wrote like satin, yeah. silky. It, it's almost like lingerie, like kind but of. But there's like leather, black leather straps. Like straps. Or suede straps. Yeah. And, and then she's got like this choker. I was like. Is it part of the shirt or is it like no. a separate accessory? But it's it like matches a leather, the straps. It's like a leather long string that she's wrapped twice around her neck and let the feathery dangle bits dangle. Yeah. And and you can see like the two kind of strappy lines yeah. on her throat. So it's like choker style. But it like matches the straps of this shirt. It's yeah. very weird. Um, and then she's got a pink leopard skirt. Mm-hmm. And then if you see... Um, in the wide shot, the her chunky heels and they're like plastic. Yes, and they're and they're wedges and they match and her blue. shirt. They're like periwinkle, <laughs> yeah. like her shirt. It's a wild. She looks outfit. like a Polly Pocket. Yes, to me, she looks like a little Barbie doll. Yeah, like it's so over the top. Yeah, like girly. Um, it's I just so funny California. I'm like yeah. I can't imagine wearing something like this here. <laughs> it's just so. It's so cold. Yeah. It's so cold here. <laughs> okay, Pat has, when we first meet her coming out of Joyce's oh. house, she's got this huge ugly ass necklace on. Like, what is it? It has like five different like I know levels. These, I know these women. With like with like a little macrame, like these are frayed. The, these are the women that shop at 10,000 villages to make themselves yes. feel better. This yes. is This is Pat. Absolutely. It's this long is it like matching sort of like it's like chiffon suit set with the jewelry <laughs> underneath the collar of the mm, shirt and it's huge. It, it's very much like like new new wave um, like hippie, yeah. or like it's like she thinks it's like sort of this ethnic quote unquote like yeah. piece that new she's wearing. Age. Uh, chill guru, California laid back. I bet she fuchsia. smells like patchouli. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's it's awful, but it tells me so much about her. So much. It's a great piece. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, like yeah, it told us everything. And she's also got her little five year old haircut. So she's got like her little bangs. Yeah, her little Oof. bangs and her little her little bob and it's flat hair blonde. Yeah. Dyed from a box. Yeah. No. Ugh. No. We must just rip her to shreds. She is the villain after all. Yes. And 
it's just excellent costuming. Totally. Work. It's just all in the costuming. The actor who plays Pat, too, she just kills it. Oh. She and knows she exactly. has like five lines, but yeah. it's so good. Yeah. She's perfect. She knows exactly who she's who she is. Yeah. In this community. Yeah. It's amazing. Nosy little bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Pat. Um, and then this is Dream Buffy has this beautiful teal wrap, like low back shirt. Ballet, another ballet-inspired yes, shirt. Absolutely. And then these white kind of jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks amazing. Yeah, a more formal denim, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I I think they're jeans, but they're like they quite are. nice, crisp jeans. Yeah. yeah. Totally formal, formal denim. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> you noted this is another uh, Buffy outfit change <laughs> that her kind of spaghetti strap top looks like the curtains. <laughs> it, it's almost a gingham, almost yeah. like a black and white. <laughs> but it's like a it's like a stretch tube. Yeah, like the ribbed. Yeah, yeah. Like where it looks real tiny, and you put it on, and yeah. yeah. Um. It's cute. Yeah, this is this is a great look. Mm-hmm. And her hair is classic Buffy. Yeah. It's the twist in that outfit, like twist up. And her hair just looks so good because of these big chunky highlights. Like it just looks, just looks so cute. Yeah. And then the outfit of the episode kind of is this uh, pink um, V-neck dress Buffy has on at yeah. the party. Yeah. It's it's like cherry blossoms yeah. and it sort of looked velvety, but I don't think it was velvety. I think it was more like shiny. Silky. Silky. Yeah. And then the back is like ombre. Yeah. Um, but then the front is sort of two pieces and it's a V-neck and it's very girly. She just has this real girly yeah. kind of vibe this whole episode and it's amazing yeah and she looks so cute and she did herself way up for this party way up Mm -hmm. and she's got accoutrements in her hair i think glittery yeah clip pink clip yeah she's real into glittery her makeup is so frosty yes pink yeah her Um, nails are dead yeah yeah everything is done buffy's really trying very 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 hard to look really put together yes and she's so fucked up yeah totally (laughs) totally totally um it's it's great storytelling like it's a it's like a special dress like it's not normal she's wearing a mask absolutely in in many ways yeah yeah okay and then worst outfit of the episode (laughs) Shall we say the season? Uh, I know it's only episode two, but um, Pat has this <laughs> fucking like salmon colored long button up. It's like really long, and then this orange like vest on top of it. It looks like it's you know those marshmallows you buy that are colorful. <laughs> it looks Ew. like it looks like that. Yeah. You know they're like pastel pink and, and orange green. and green. Yeah. It's that. Oh my god. Her it's marshmallow like marshmallows vest. melted on her vest. It's so yeah. hideous. It's like this was what she decided was like her dress up outfit to go to a dinner party. It's like it's horrendous. Yeah. I can't believe someone would wear that. She commits fashion uh a fashion offense and she gets punished. Yeah. <laughs> she deserves to die for this outfit. <laughs> the evil eye is like you. I choose you. Yeah. You're the closest to evil you look so bad you are evil this outfit is evil <laughs> die 
Uh, so I approve of killing her. For I just outfit. love these two pink ladies flying out of that window in their pink fucking dresses and suit. It's like white ladies fighting on a lawn in yeah, their, with pink. their pink glittery. It's so funny. It is so funny. Pink is such a 90s color too, isn't yeah. it? Like this real, I don't know, like pink eyeshadow yeah. and stuff like that. It's just not something that, uh, I don't know, people just don't wear pink like this, no, I think. Not like this. These days. And this pink is so... It, it takes up so much space. It's like lurid. Yeah. Yeah. It's vibrant. Um, burns the eyes. <laughs> uh, the stoner boys at the party, they actually look <laughs> quite trendy. One has a bucket hat, yeah. which we know last summer was bucket hat summer. Bucket hats oh, yeah. be back. This is the fashion that's back. Yes. Bucket hat. This other boy had like a pineapple button-up yeah. t-shirt, which totally you would wear now so it's funny what's dated and yeah. what's sort of come around the the twist again yeah um but the stone <laughs> but they are dressed all like we can say that and i can also say that they've been dressed like stoners yes absolutely these are the stoner boys yeah uh love their fashion it's you know tells you who they are immediately yeah, it's, it's excellent it is excellent um and those were all the outfits i had uh Willow sort of is wearing a fuzzy sweater at the end. It's a yep. classic Willow fuzzy sweater. So and she's she wearing a-, a little cute blue skirt mm-hmm. and little tights. You don't get a great look at them. They do a wide shot in this in the in the scene where Willow's confronting Buffy about running away, mm-hmm. and it's very very cute. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I will. I don't remember it, but it's we'll so look. fast. Yeah, because we mostly just get torso of Willow. Yeah, but this cute skirt, I think you'd dig it. Yeah. Okay. So not – I don't know if Willow has been elevated yet mm. beyond overall. The haircut? Yeah. The haircut? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to just keep my eye out for some classic Willow overalls this season. Did you notice the really sleek, tailored suit that Giles is wearing? Yes. He's wearing a gray silver suit, and it's tailored. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing much, much more of Giles's body. And he's like – yeah, he looks – Powerful and handsome and, like, confident. Yeah. God, he's so hot. (laughs) You love those Brits. You love Spike and you love Giles. I do. And they're, yeah, so, so cute. And uh, when Giles is in, like, ripper mode, I'm like. (gasps) Well, he's simply irresistible. Yes, absolutely. Things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Did you have anything? Not, not really. No. I, I love the dramatic action of this episode. Mm-hmm. And I feel like where it treads, it earns. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to how you're going to feel as this season moves forward about the moral and ethical questions that they will endeavor to discuss. Mm-hmm. Because I think the show is getting more and more intentional. And there's mm. fewer... It's not perfect, of course. Yeah. said this before. And it's not exceptional of this time. The show falls into the same traps all 90s shows do. Mm-hmm. But the show... And with that, the show, the show moves forward 
making fewer sort of silly mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will note um, there's no people of color who've been in this show in this season yet. Like, no one at the party. And I am sad they killed the only person of color at the end of last season. They killed Kendra. So that is shitty. Uh so I'm. It's just too bad. It's too bad they killed the only person of color, and she was so cool. Mm-hmm. And now there is no one. Rest in peace, Kendra. Yeah, I know. It is sad. It's silly. Yeah. We're in California. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, G. Okay, we love you. What's your favorite quote? Oh, right. Oh and God. we love you. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you say your quote. I'll just start off with saying I love. Party Villa, can I rock you? Like, it's just so good. Classic. Um, this is when Cordy is saying her piece. Uh, oh, yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, well, I'm, I don't know. This is not verbatim, but she says, like, I, okay, I'm Buffy, a, a freak. Naturally, I have a freak boyfriend. She's, like, trying to defend Buffy. <laughs> so funny. My freak boyfriend turns into a demon and kills everyone. Basically all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy's like, Courtney, get out of my shoes. <laughs> I know. I really love um uh so Joyce is talking with Buffy about telling the like telling some people, Snyder, the police, about who she is, about mm-hmm. her identity. <laughs> and she says, I mean, I would think they would be happy to have a a a superhero. Is that the right word? I mean, it's not offensive, is it? <laughs> So good. <laughs> and I do love when Snyder says tingling, another tingling sensation. <laughs> tingling. It's so good. So good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you for joining for this episode. Please rate and subscribe. Do all the things you love to do with podcasts that you love. Yeah. Please. And thank you. Next time we are watching. Episode three, which historically is a huge episode. Yes. Will it be a huge episode? You'll have to find out. It is. It is. It's really good. It's so good. Well, we've had the kind of, um, uh, you know, the two episodes to bring us back in. And now we're going to sort of like get back into the plot. Like, I don't know who's the big bat, who's the what. Like, you know, we got to do the arc of the season kind of thing. Yeah. So. Who knows if that's going to happen? This disc, this disc, this disc. Okay. (laughs) Unstoppable. Uh, Okay, bye. Arg. Grr. Grr. Arg.